Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Mr. Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my line of questioning because so we can't talk about it because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist I'm denying dangerous. that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies do you believe that the, uh, men can get pregnant no I don't think women can get <laughs> so you're denying that trans people exist Thank and that leads to violence is this how you run your classroom are students allowed to question you Absolutely. or are they also treated like this where no, no, no. they're, they're told that to they're at opening up people to oh, violence we have a good time in my class you should join oh, I bet. you might learn a lot wow I, I would learn a lot I've learned a lot you, just I know. in this exchange Absolutely. extraordinary yep. um, okay uh, <laughs> I, I, it's hard to know where to begin sometimes when you listen to just, I had to address this because you listen to things like this and it's literally, it's insanity. So I don't, I just need to say whatever I need to say about it and move on. <clears throat> First, firstly, I hope it's not just me when, uh, you see these people Okay, and you see all these crazy people with these crazy ideas, and they're talking this nonsense, and you just look at them. Has anybody but me noticed their eyes? I mean, there are, they're bug eyes. They're, they're huge. Their eyes are like, ah, wide open while they talk. I mean, it's a little creepy. Like, they look at you, and you're like, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, can you look away? Okay, I will. Never mind. Uh, because it's just... They, they, you could see the crazy in their face. You could just see it in their eyes. There's something really wrong there. What I know on this is a day or two aged, uh, and I know on the internet, the young lady was getting a lot of praise, like she did something real special and and really gave it to Holly. I I don't personally see it that way. I think she looked insane. Yeah, I mean to sit there and. Say that because you don't believe that men can have babies, you are inciting violence. I don't even know where to begin with that. I must incite violence all the time because I don't even call uh, men that are uh, that that are transitioned or transitioned to women. I don't call them women. I call them men dressing up as girls. So I must be inciting a whole lot of violence. Not that I care because I really don't. But I must be inciting a whole lot of violence myself. 
uh, but just the fact that enough's never enough for these people. It's not enough that you just accept the fact that you have uh, these trans people in society and you acknowledge their existence. That's just not enough. You have to do what the left tells you to. Okay, you have to bow down and believe and say you believe what they tell you you should be believing. Otherwise, as she just said, you are inciting violence. I mean, it, it's crazy, you know, nowadays, what, the world we live in. There is no common ground. There is, there is no middle ground. You know, we just talked about that. Uh, with Newt Gingrich, when I was saying how I believe that it's one side or the other is going to have to win. Because how could you find a common ground with somebody like that? And to think, my God, she's teaching this crap to kids. Uh, it's even worse. Yeah, you know how hard that type of information is to process for just an adult? For a regular adult, how hard it is to process that? Because logically, it doesn't make sense. Nothing there makes sense. So you are really having to try to step outside of the box, outside of the norm, and understand their crazy logic. So imagine how difficult it is for us. You know, I'll give you an example. You know, I talk about this with my sister. I've talked about this with plenty of people, that you really want something that's going to gonna play tricks on your mind is when you have a guy who says he feels like a girl. And he transitioned to a girl, but he still likes girls. What? Uh, normally you would assume, and I think this applies for most, the reason that people are transitioning is because um, I guess you may feel that you're uh, gay and you want to go in that direction, and so you just go full on and say, hey, well, since I, I'm attracted to the same sex, I'll change myself to the opposite sex, and then it's, uh, I guess, more normal appearing that you're chasing after those people, whatever the situation is there. But how is it when you're a guy, you transition to a girl that still likes girls? Well, I mean, <laughs> Bruce Jenner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what are we talking about? So it, it, logically, none of this stuff makes sense. So imagine how hard this must be to comprehend for a child. So you want to know why it's so easy to get into kids' minds? Kids are like sponges. Kids soak everything up. Any bit of information that you give them, kids absorb it and they hold it. So then you start telling them crazy stuff like this, and it's like, God, the poor kid's mind just must be so confused. You know, it, it's, it really is abuse. It truly is abuse to teach children crap like that because it is not, it's not normal, it's not right. And, you know, I'm a conservative, and it's not right. You shouldn't be teaching. Nobody should be allowed to teach children that. If you want to know that as an adult and you want to uh, dive into that Pandora's box and figure it all out, have at it. You're an adult. That's your choice in life. But as far as children are concerned, no children should have to try to take that apart, digest it, uh, uh, absorb it and somehow make sense of it in their mind. No child, because it's already difficult enough for us. Cause we look at it and it just doesn't make any sense. That lady shouldn't be teaching kids. The fact that she's telling him that he's inciting violence because he says men can't have babies. Well, here, let, let me help. I'm, I'm gonna help Holly out. I'm helping men cannot have babies. 
I don't care what teacher or what person has come up to you and told you that. Men cannot have babies. And if you're... Um, the ground that you're standing on, or you're going to tell me that somebody that transitioned from a girl to a guy and then got pregnant, well, the fact of the matter is, is biologically, it's still a girl. So you're not a guy. There is no man that can have a baby. Period. The end. Done. That's it. So, yes, I guess I just incited a whole bunch of violence. There's going to be freaking violence everywhere now. God, it's so stupid. Woo! I had to get rid of that one. <laughs> I just, I, that one's been brewing for a couple days. And the more I watch that and the more I'm just like, oh my God, the, these people are insane. You know, they, that's right. There's no middle ground. There's no, I don't want to understand. I don't care to understand your logic. I don't, I don't care at all. Your logic, it's, it's insanity. And you know what? I'm, I'm a sane person. I'm not trying to live in that insane world. <clears throat> all right. Voting laws. Hey, some good news, some bad news. Okay, before the November elections, you got a lot of states that have been combing through over time their voting laws, and they're trying to get some, some states are trying to make it a little better, other states are trying to make it a little looser, um, but at least, you know, some of them are addressing problems that happened during the 2020 election and hopefully will not be repeated, because it, it does, you know, put cast doubt in people's minds about the voting process and about whether or not your vote counts. So it's a good thing that they're doing this. I'm going to read through um, a few states here of what they are doing. Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Supreme Court dealt a blow last week to the left-wing uh, voting agenda by banning two practices championed by Democrats. Excuse me while I flip my page. Yeah. Uh, what they... One of, one of the items is what Republicans refer to as ballot harvesting or allowing a third party to drop off completed ballots on behalf of the person or people who don't uh, hand in the ballots themselves. Voting rights, uh, voting rights advocates say that the practice helps elderly and disabled uh, people who might struggle to make it to a drop box get it there for themselves. You know, I don't like that idea either, you know. Uh, you can't get it there yourself. A lot of states will allow for a family member to do it for you, which I think is perfectly fine personally. You know, grandma's in the house. She's in a wheelchair. She's not doing too good. But her husband or her son or her daughter or grandkid is going to drop it off for her. That's I To me, that's fine. You have an ID. You guys got the same last name. And I'm dropping it off for her because she's uh, disabled. She can't make it here herself. I'm, I'm okay with that. Having just some... Joe blow off the street, say, hey, I'm part of the Democratic Party or I'm part of the Republican Party and I'm here to pick up your ballot and I'm going to drop it off for you. If you can't see that that would lead to massive cheating, uh, there's something wrong with you because I could just walk up, have a thousand ballots stuffed in the back of my car and say, oh, I picked all these up. You know, I'm just dropping them off. Hey, yeah, they might be all for one person, but I'm just dropping them off. So I'm kind of a, a fan of that and I'm glad that they're fixing some of these problems. Um, Opponents of the practice say that allowing uh, political operatives to drop off ballots in bulk, what I just, basically is what I just said, so we'll just skip through that. Wisconsin's highest court also uh, um, uh, sufficiently, excuse me, curtailed the use of drop boxes. The court said Wisconsin law was written, doesn't allow for voters to return their ballots to unattended drop boxes. So providing full-time monitoring to drop box sites can be logistically and financially challenging for precincts, which is why many drop boxes are unmanned. Well, don't you think that we spend enough money in the United States on all types of just ridiculous crap? Voting is something that is very sacred, and it should, and it's 
probably one of our greatest honors as an American that we have that right to vote, to put in who we want to put in. Don't you think it would be okay to use a little bit of tax money just to make sure some of these boxes are secured? Because these are elections. They are important. I mean, call me crazy, but I think that that shouldn't be a problem with all the other crap you guys spend money on. Pennsylvania, some Republican lawmakers in Pennsylvania have been fighting the state's vote-by-mail law since the state struggled to count all of its absentee ballots in a timely fashion in 2020. A Pennsylvania court ruled in January that its state law extending absentee voting to all citizens and cutting their voting registration deadlines uh, to just two weeks before Election Day was unconstitutional. Uh, Your Democratic governor, Tom Wolf, signed into law this week a provision that would require precincts to print ahead of time a certain number of ballots based on the number of registered voters in the precinct. And the law was uh, intended to address reports that in previous elections, some polling locations ran out of ballots before voters had gotten a chance to cast their votes. Gee, I wonder what voters those were. Virginia, Virginia Democrats rejected efforts by Republicans to tighten Virginia's election laws, including requiring photo ID to vote and limiting early voting windows. It's amazing. It's amazing. You need an ID for everything. It's amazing that the Democrats can get away with this. Um, Youngkin did sign some other stuff into law. He extended the amount of time that they have. They have to have the ballot count in by the first week of December. Gives them a little bit longer to count in the time. And uh, I mean, he did a couple small things that he could do. Uh, for the most part, Virginia was a little bit a mess. New York. <laughs> do I need to go over New York? I think we all know what happened in New York. Uh, Governor Kathy Hochul. Hochul. I know that's not the way you say her name. So just before anybody rags me, that's intended. Um, she signed into law last month, uh, slate, uh, a slate of reforming, no, excuse me, she signed into law last month, uh, a major tenant of the law would impose preclearance rules. So she's going to require the state to approve election law changes in jurisdictions deemed to have been discriminated previously against marginalized voters, akin to those that were once enforced nationally under the Voting Rights Act. So she's going to loosen voting laws there, which you go, you just like, oh, yeah, it's New York, shocker. Uh, Arizona, or let's do California. I mean, California, Newsom's already done it. They're going to mail everybody their ballot. So, I mean, if you don't think that, that voting is uh, unsecure in California, you're getting mailed a ballot even if uh, you don't ask for one. So chances are you're voting even if you didn't want to vote because somebody's going to vote for you. Uh, Arizona, the the Justice Department is suing Arizona over its new voting law preventing non-citizens from casting ballots in state elections. I mean, seriously, you know, why are we having illegals voting in this country once again? So some good news, some bad news. At least uh, there is an attempt being made by some Republicans and some lawmakers to tighten up some of the areas that were problems in 2020. Hopefully more will get passed. Hopefully there'll be a big red wave in November. A lot of seats will change hand and you can get the upper hand in some of these states where you can get this stuff passed through without a problem. All right. Now this video. These insurrectionists. Like Antifa? And that there were actual officers working with this and we never got to the bottom of that and we never got any answers about that. And then to this day, we're just supposed to pretend that that never happened. I have no idea 
what happened to the people on the inside who were very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that. And we're, I'm supposed to sit here and pretend like none of that ever happened. And then right afterwards, you have a massive, you know, you just have this idea that throwing money at that problem is going to make it go away without any buildings. accountability. And so this is, this is where these things are breaking down. We're not safe. And it's not just about members of Congress not being safe. The Black food staff matter. workers aren't safe. The Black janitors aren't safe. Like, we need to get to the bottom of this. So that's all I got to say. What about Antifa? Thank you, Congresswoman. Let's get to the bottom of it. Antifa, please. All right, AOC. <laughs> my, my favorite moron. This isn't the only video. I could have showed you the other video. Uh, Stein was ragging her out in front of the court there saying she, he was, uh, she was his favorite uh, big booty Latina and he was... She claimed cat calling her, but he was just being a a, a fool and messing with her. And uh, she said she was going to punch him in the face or something. It was something stupid. But this video to me is more important because it's more telling. Uh, what she's saying about people on the inside working to get the crowds in and everything. I, you know, sometimes these people have a slip of the mouth and I don't think they realize what they're saying. So are you suggesting what there? Are you suggesting that there were people dressed as officers in the crowd, inciting the crowd, and then letting the crowd gain access into the building? Is that what you're saying? Because that's the setup that a lot of us have been talking about for the last year and a half, that there were implants in there that helped this process along because you guys wanted to do anything that you could to hurt Donald Trump, and you guys were successful in doing it. Because I don't know about you, but that's kind of what I heard with what she was saying there. Now, she wants to play the role like it was so unsafe, and she was so upset and we need to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, I agree with you. We definitely need to get to the bottom of it. It's just that I think if we do get to the bottom of it, you're not going to like the results of what we find because more than likely what we find is going to be against you guys, not against the other side. But I do think that she uh, ultimately, it was a good thing that some of these people are so stupid and they have that tendency to blurt things out um, that they really shouldn't be saying, which helps us acquire the truth that we've been waiting for because we know that that was uh, uh, what we knew that was where it's at. So, all right. <sighs> we're getting there. It's close. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> yes, we're down to the end. It's Friday. This might be a little bit shorter for everybody, but if this is the first time, it may or may not be, you know, on Fridays, the last day of the week, my big thing is I give you a fun fat fact because I'm fat, and since I'm fat, I can make fun of any fat person, and again, I don't care. Now, what I'm about to tell you is not actually about me this time. Generally, I use life situations to describe things I see, things I've experienced, because it's easy to tell you a story from something that's happened firsthand. Well, this is something that I've seen firsthand, but I don't actually do for myself, but we're going to go after it. So, all right, I am obviously a big uh, cheerer of freedom of speech. I, I love it. I think you should be able to say and do what you want to do as long as you're within the, in the rule of law. You know, that's your right as an American, and I, I think it's great. However, with that being said, if you're one of these fat people, okay, one of you little fatties that think that it's okay to go online, and I don't know whether you think you're doing a food challenge or you're just being fat, and you're getting on there, and you're stuffing your fat face with the most food that you can for 
I guess, entertainment for other people. I don't know what the purpose is here because if your purpose is uh, to make people laugh, the problem is is that it's disgusting watching you hork down all that food, okay? So it's not an appealing moment. It's not a happy moment. You're not looking at that video going, oh, yeah, that's great. You're looking at it going, good God, man. Did he eat a finger or did she eat a finger with it? Because you're eating like a fat pig and it's disgusting and you need to stop fatties you need to stop because you are playing right into if you're one of those fat people because they are that you get all upset no you know the way society looks at you and i you know i just don't want them to be fat phobic and i want them to accept me for who i am well if you're one of those people and then you're getting on there with a plate with a hundred chicken wings and by the end of the by the end of the meal there's a hundred chicken wings gone there's crap all over your face it's all over your hands okay you you just played Right into the stereotypical, you are a fat slob. Am I wrong? I mean, you are a fat slob and you're acting like one. So here's my tip. Please, for the love of God, stop making those videos because you are, it's not funny. The only, only way it's, it's funny, and this will probably hurt your little fat feelings, is that people are showing their friends and going, look at that fat, look at that fat boy or that fat girl eat all that food and they are laughing at you. That is the only entertainment that they're getting. You are literally a sideshow freak. You're being made fun of because you are doing and acting fat. What you're doing is fat. How you are acting is fat. Fat. So my fun fat fact, don't fall into the stereotype. Don't give them any more reasons to make fun of you because you're fat. Because if you're making those stupid videos, that is exactly what is happening to your fat self. (laughs) I'm just saying, the videos were horrible. I mean, I I saw one fat guy. I couldn't even tell you how fat he was. I I mean, I'm going to guess. Because like he was sitting on the bed and his head was down. And, you know, when I lay on the bed and my head's down, and I mean, by then, I mean, it's like he's looking at the camera. So your face is up, but you're flat on the bed on your chest. And there was a mound behind his head. So he is uh, a big boy there. Uh, and then sitting down and just getting excited, eating Twinkie after Twinkie after Twinkie. And I got to tell you, the way he ate them was disgusting. The whole situation was disgusting. I don't even personally like Twinkies. I think they taste disgusting. Okay, But it, the whole thing was bad. So it, it, to watch these videos and people think that they're getting something good out of it, especially you fat people. You know, you just got to stop. <laughs> you have to stop, and I have to be the one to stop you. <laughs> All right. If you like what you're seeing or hearing, please rate and review me. It's always a great help. If you'd like to follow me, I am on Truth Social at uh, The Real Little Joe. I'll try to get a little more active on there. You know me if you've been around for a few years now listening to me. I hate social media. I just hate it. It's hard for me to say things on there because I say what I need to say on here and then that's it. I look at stuff, I read stuff, and I'm preparing for the next round and I just, I hate social media. But if you'd like to follow me, I do say things from time to time. Um, If you'd like to check out any videos I do because you only listen to the audio format, uh, YouTube, you can go to Little Joe CC. Rumble, you go to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. And if you'd like to reach out to me, go to littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section, leave me a message. Uh, I will return your email. Beyond that, have an absolutely beautiful weekend. It's summertime. Go ahead. Go do something fun. Barbecue, beach, whatever's good for you. We'll do it again on Monday.